The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast's Final Four Watch Party. April 1st at 7.30 p.m., SGP will be at the Ice House in L.A., so come hang out with the crew. All the info at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash icehouse. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host here, Ryan Gilbert, and with me here on a Thursday night is my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, bud? Uh, well, I'm back to sobriety. Uh, so I'm, I'm fairly grumpy. One, one more week. One more week. That's right. That's right. One more week, exactly. Uh, well, nine days, technically, but close enough. Close enough. Counting them down. As you can tell, uh, but yeah, sobriety brings extra uh, grumpiness, you could say. And something that pisses me off lately is listening to people whine about the the final four matchups. They're, they're, they're supposed to be bad games, whatever. Uh, just because there's no uh, blue bullet, blue bloods, we got all these uh, long shots playing, these low seeds or high seeds, however you want to say it. But uh, they, they want it both ways. They, they want the major upsets, but then at the end of the day, they want the best teams playing. I don't, I don't quite get it. You, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Um, but that, that's, what they, that's what they want. And people complain about anything, including myself, of course. That's the, uh, the irony in that statement. But, uh, yeah, it just pisses me off. We're going to have some great games no matter what, no matter who's playing. Uh, it's, it's been a terrific tournament. Not too many blowouts, and I don't expect uh, maybe UConn can blow up Miami, but the other game should be close all the way through. Uh, so, yeah, excited for that. Unlike a lot of these posers who just want, uh, I don't know, Kentucky playing North Carolina, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, definitely excited for Saturday, uh, despite uh, everyone telling me not to be. Yeah, it's refreshing to see all all these upsets and having the, these teams actually make the final four. Because like normally it's like like you said, it's it's the blue bloods. It's having a Kentucky or a Kansas or a Duke just have a dynasty, and, and it's it's refreshing to see this. And uh, you don't see it as much in college football. I wish it was there as well, because it seems like Alabama and Georgia and those those big teams there kind of have a a monopoly on, on the dynasty. And yeah, this is what. March Madness is supposed to be. It's supposed to be 64 teams, and truly, whoever gets hot and, and wins and runs through the tournament undefeated wins it all. It's not always the best team. It's not always one of the top five or ten teams in the league or in the in the nation. And that's just the the nature of a single elimination tournament. Uh, but yeah, uh, besides that, opening day for MLB today. Uh, Phillies got out off to a hot start against Jacob Degrom, and then uh, Aaron Nola pulled early. They, they ended up losing 11 to seven. Not not too good start for the Phillies. We're talking a little before the show, but did hit on a few uh, player prop bets, so that was good. Uh, it's always exciting to have baseball back as well. Uh, I think uh, Yoshida had, had was two for four 
uh, today. Joel, I'll, I'll make sure to keep you up to date on his stats. Uh, as, no, as, don't. Uh, <laughs> I'll regret not betting it. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you didn't bet it. All right. I didn't bet shit. But, well, if, uh, if I, the odds... I, I, this, this pro better sent a, sent me a bunch of uh, futures he played. I'll, I'll show you later on, see if you like any of them. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. But yeah, that's a hot start for, for some guys. Uh, Aaron Judge picked up where we left off with home run. But yeah, that, that's enough baseball talk. If you don't want baseball talk, you can uh, follow and listen to Baseball Money is Fake, a fantasy baseball podcast. But basically just talking this open day standouts. Did that, recorded that earlier today with uh, Blake. So check that out. Baseball Money is Fake uh, is the uh, show name. Also check out all the other shows, you know, MMA Dodens thing. We got we got golf going on. We got uh, March Madness, obviously. So make sure you check out everything else. And most importantly, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed. Wherever you listen to your podcast, if that's on Apple, you can say five-star rating and review. Haven't got a new one of those in a few weeks now. It's starting to look like a desert out there again. And uh, on Spotify, you can leave us a five-star rating. And you can always let us know what you think on Twitter, at HockeySGPN. And, of course, you you got you to gotta have a system of support. And that's what you got in the Discord here. SG.PN slash Discord. Let's fucking go. 5-4 overtime. Sends one low two. Flyers got an, another loser point. That's that's the story of the Flyers season. You can Discord SG.pn slash Discord. We put our, all our bets in there, live live bets as well. That's uh, a good good community of guys there. Sometimes sometimes too nice, but you know, it's all right. But yeah, uh, we were talking before the show. Of course, the Flyers tied it up uh, four four late in the third period. I think they ended up getting outshot like forty to eleven or something. But they they got a loser point. They didn't pull out the win, even though I did. I did bet him a plus one and a half late in the game, so they cash that, cash the over as well. So that I guess that that helps save the night. But yeah, ten all, to one, you're saying on the money line. Ten to one on the money line. I, I had that, but I also also took the uh, them on the on the puck line as well. Uh, that, that's my typical typical live betting is I bet more on on the puck line, plus one and a half. And then people just, don't want to hear about your damn puck line bets. They want to hear those big big prices like ten to one. That's what we want to hear about. Ten to one, it, it almost hit. Great value there. Exactly. That, that's that's <laughs> a that's a proper sweat there. But here you are recording the podcast. I would have said fuck you, Joel. I'm waiting another <laughs> twenty minutes seeing if this bet loses. No, I, I I can't watch the Flyers. Uh, good, good game tonight though in New Jersey. The Devils took down the Rangers to one. Rangers had a, a few good opportunities late there with a the goalie pull, but just uh, could not get it done. Ryan Graves, uh, ex Av there, had a, had a big play in the crease to keep keep the puck out. So that one was Maybe. a two one. It was a double double whammy for me there. I was on the Rangers in the over. Uh, Panthers Canadians. Panthers pulled it out there and and got the over on a Matthew Kachuk uh, empty net hat trick. So five two there. Penguins, Penguins to nothing over the Preds. It's just a shit game there. Uh, Lightning 5-1 over the Caps, as expected. The Bruins were uh, taken to overtime but by the by the Blue Jackets. Uh, they pulled that one out in OT. Of course, David Pasternak scored uh, 40 seconds in. Um, yeah, any other notes from, from tonight before we move on to uh, this four-game slate on Friday? Not really. This is one of the few days that seems to have gone according to plan lately. You know, I'm talked about it before but march is a very tough month of the year to bet this sport uh with with uh, teams uh, resting players and not really it's more about motivation this time of year i guess and then you have to be uh more aware of that kind of thing than, than the traditional power ratings whatever because uh a lot of it's just teams taking nights off and teams randomly showing up one night 
like uh, especially bad teams, they, they decide to be good for once. And then the other team's overlooking them, right? They're just like, oh, okay, shitty team. We can take this one lately. And then uh, they get the 100% effort from the other team. But tonight was was more uh, chalky, you would say. And um, about to finally see some regulation wins come through lately. It's all been about uh, losing those bets uh, because like a late, late goal and then uh, team wins in overtime, that kind of thing. Um, but thankfully that hasn't happened yet, though it's it could happen with this Hurricanes Red Wings game. Yes. They got six minutes left to uh, to get a go ahead goal, but uh, doesn't matter. We're looking good, especially with that Sens win. Yeah, it's looking pretty good. Uh, interesting thing for the Flyers tonight was uh, John Tortorella was not behind the bench. He uh, watched the game from the press box with uh, interim GM Danny Briere. to get the perspective from watching up top and to give uh, Brad Shaw a chance to coach behind the bench. Interesting there to see if uh, Tortorella may have his hand in player personnel uh, over this offseason as the Flyers uh, are looking to rebuild. He's definitely looking for his guys. He's the face of the organization right now, as sad as that is. So interesting to watch there for for, for Flyers fans like myself. Uh, all right. We are brought to you by WinBet, the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marking games of the week, we'll have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. There's so many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to WinBet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present as they were played through Winbet is available. If you have some nervous gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world? You can win a three-night stay at Circa Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15. And the Final Four Watch Party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and much more. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash Podcast and tune in on Saturday. All right, ready to get into this uh, four-game slate for Friday, March 31st. Yeah, but I just noticed what you were saying there in that ad. The Open is the best and biggest golf tournament, <laughs> not the Masters. Hey, I'm just reading what's down there, all right? I know, I know. Just uh, want to make sure uh, the, pe- the people know my opinion on that. <laughs> well, there had to be a talent salt on that tomorrow. Uh, he'll agree with me, for sure. Uh, I, absolutely. Um, all right, kicking off here with the 7 o'clock slate. We got the New York Rangers at the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself is in Buffalo. Uh, Sabres are plus 125. Rangers are minus 145. Over-under is at 6.5, both paying off minus 110. Uh, what do you got for this clash here? Yeah, Sabres are a very tough team to read all year long for me, uh, especially lately when uh, you just think that they're they're giving up, t- and then and they show right back up and, uh, and uh, win a couple games. Um, but, uh, yeah, for this one, my line is minus 141 for the Rangers, uh, so it's pretty close to it. Uh, I, I guess I lean to the Rangers. It was just Turk today, right? I imagine it was. Yes, yes. Against the Devils. So uh, we'll get Halak tomorrow, most likely. Um, so give me the over. Give me the over six and a half, minus some 10. Sabres are still, uh, you can't really read what they're going to do in terms of winning games, but uh, they're, they're, you can read that they're going to let up goals and maybe score a few as well. 
still an over team all year long. So that that's the uh, the the wagon to to ride here. Give me the uh, over six and a half minus one ten. Uh, yeah, I like goals in this game. Rangers are uh, awesome on the power play. Only got one goal today against the Devils, but uh, that was more of a playoff preview game. I have no idea why we took the over. That was dumb of us. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, right team one there for me. But uh, for this one, I think that we will get some more goals with the the Sabers uh, being a lot less structured and uh, more chaotic defensively, and then still uh, one of the best to high scoring teams in the league. So yeah, I, I like goals in this one more than anything. Yeah, I like that that look for the over there. I'm probably going to bet that as well. Uh, when I looked earlier, the Sabres did not have a confirmed goalie, but it looks like it's going to be uh, Devin Levi, who signed his entry-level contract two weeks ago. He was playing with uh, Northeastern University, so he'll go make his first pro hockey start. Uh, 933 save percentage this season in, in uh, NCAA. So, I mean, he's a good goalie. We'll see how, how it transfers to uh, – the NHL, especially with the Rangers coming off coming off a loss with, with all those snipers there, Kane, Tarasenko, uh, Panarin's advantage at it. I feel like the Rangers can definitely put up some goals here. That's why I do like the Rangers at minus 145. Tough loss tonight, uh, playoff-like atmosphere, likely playoff preview against the Devils, but Sabres aren't, aren't, aren't that good. The Sabres uh, have lost five of their past seven, uh, seven of their past ten. So I like the Rangers here, even on a back-to-back. I think Halak is good enough to, to keep him in it. And uh, this Devin Levi kid is, is is not. So uh, Rangers minus 145. And I do like the over six and a half at minus 110 as well. You know, Levi starting actually makes me a little bit more concerned for the over, you know, kids first start. He's, he's going to be uh, super hyped. It could go all badly for him, of course, first NHL game. You don't know how these guys or these kids are going to respond and uh, play in their, in their first pro game. But um, I think that uh, generally they did. They, they, I think they typically do well, these uh, these hot prospects coming into the league, especially when they've had a solid uh, year in the minors. So that that's a little bit of a concern, but uh, it's not going to take me off the over. Yeah, it's only because he, he's going straight from, from college to, to the NHL, as I think. If, if he had some pro experience, I'd be more wary about it. But, I mean, it'll be a cool story if he does, and, and good for him, but I'm, I'm betting against them. <laughs> All right, going down to 8 o'clock here. We got the Detroit Red Wings at the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in boring-ass, cold-ass Winnipeg. Uh, Jets are minus 230 in the money line. Jets on the puck line are plus 110. Red Wings on the money line are plus 195. Over-under is at 6.5. Over-paying off minus 115. Under-paying off minus 105. Uh, something I wanted to bring up probably after we, we discuss the games, we can maybe just talk about it now, is uh, Rick Bonus is just completely ripping into his team. Saying they have no consistency. He's dropped, I think, Ehlers down in the lineup. They they have scored one goal in their past two games. Got shut out by James Reimer on Tuesday night. Now they have two days off uh, back at home going against a Detroit team that had just beat the Penguins on, on Tuesday. Uh, besides that, though, Detroit really hasn't won back-to-back games recently. So I, I think you got to go with the Jets here. Uh, find, find money somehow. Um uh, I don't know. Minus two thirty though is is getting kind of steep, and I don't know if the, the Jets are, are going to be able to respond. This might just end up being an under game for me. Jets are not scoring uh, six straight unders, seven straight unders for them. Have not scored more than three goals in their past nine games. Have not allowed more than three goals in their past uh, just once in their past seven. So yeah, this might just be a, a under six at minus one hundred five play for me. 
don't mind that at all. You know, I like the Red Wings unders and uh, the Jets too. Are uh, playing lots of under games with Telbuck being the best player by far. Yeah, I understand. Bonuses frustration the way the Jets are playing. You know, you'd think that they'd be uh, gunning for it given their uh, 100% effort every game. But uh, when you're losing to the Sharks, even when James Brommers is playing uh, excellently, of course, uh, James Rammer, I was unaware that he was a Manitoba native there. So uh, he put up his uh, best effort against the hometown club. Um, but yeah, you still got to win games like that if you're the Jets and then clinging on to that final wildcard spot. It's uh, it, it would cause any coach to go a little crazy. And we saw the same kind of thing with uh, another ex-Jets coach, uh, Paul Maurice, against the Leafs mm-hmm. yesterday, rampaging on the bench. Uh, you love to see it, though. These coaches are just fucking fed up with their loser-ass players who aren't putting in their best effort. Uh, so, yeah, full sympathy for bonus. But uh, as for this game, yeah, give me the under here. My line is minus 228 for the Jets, but uh, you can't really trust them right now, especially coming home from California. I know the Red Wings are playing tonight, and, uh, yeah, they're likely going overtime here against the Canes, but uh, it's still a border-crossing game. And, um yeah, I think if anything, they play the Jets, but uh, I haven't touched it yet myself. I just uh, can't trust Winnipeg the way that they're playing right now. Uh, but yeah, I do like the under best of all. Yeah, that's fair enough there. All right, moving down to the 10 o'clock slate here. We have the Calgary Flames at the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. Uh, Canucks are plus 110. Flames are minus 130. Over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 120. The under is at plus 100. Uh, what, what are your Canucks going to do here? Well, they're uh, coming home from their own long road trip down there. Uh, actually, wasn't that long, but uh, it still uh, still makes a difference here. Um, yeah, they just uh, five. What was that five five game in St. Louis? I think it was. They totally outplayed the Blues in that game. Uh, just uh, couldn't get the goaltending for once. Demko at uh, well, it was early season Demko. That that was uh, pretty pitiful. Uh, Blues somehow always make goalies look bad, though. I don't know what it is about that team, but uh, yeah, they always get these. I don't know. It's been years, but they always get the luckiest goals. I don't know how they do it. But uh, anyway, for this game, line is minus 130. And that's exactly what the Flames are here. So uh, that's what I'm leaning uh, towards. Uh, give me the Flames. Fuck it. I think that they're uh, probably, I mean, Nashville's been playing the hardest, but they have no talent. The Flames have been playing the best, but they just, uh, they're the opposite of the Blues in terms of their finishing and whatever. They they get all these shots, usually from long range, low, low. Low chances, but uh, still, they, they should be putting more in the net. And uh, who knows what you're going to get from their goaltending these days. Markstrom looks like his old self one game and then uh, like total trash next two. Um, but, uh, yeah, give me the plans here. I think that they keep rolling here, especially the Preds losing tonight. Give them some hope. And we'll see also. They'll be scoreboard watching, too, with the Jets playing two hours earlier. We'll see uh, what the score is there, and that might uh, determine a little, a little, a little bit uh, what the Flames play like. Um, but yeah, give me the give me the flames here minus 30. Lean to the under six and a half plus 100. Just uh, Canucks playing better defense. You know the you know the spiel, and uh, the, the Flames struggle with the score, but uh, they're still a good defensively. We'll see if Brandon Tanev comes back or not Brandon Tanev, Chris Tanev, uh, the ex Canucks player. I'm sure he'll want to play, and uh, he is the Flames' best defenseman in terms of his all around defensive game. Uh, so yeah, if he comes back, it makes me like the Flames even more. But uh, I'll still take them without him. 
Yeah, I, I'm leaning the other way here on the on the Canucks plus 110. I, I just think that the Flames, they just find ways to, to lose games. I know they've won two straight through their past four, but Canucks here, and they're one of the best teams in the league since, since the trade deadline, if not the best. They lost in overtime in St. Louis, but won three straight before that, have won five of their past seven, uh, seven of their past ten. So they're winning games. They're uh, fine at home, 17-18-1. Calgary is 16-11-11 and 11 on the road, so maybe look for a, a draw game here. Uh, but yeah, I like the, lean to Canucks at, at plus 110. I probably would... I guess I lean to the under as well at plus 100, but that's not going to be a play for me. The Red Wings just scored in like two seconds. Left Fuck here. off. <laughs> Why can't I have that fucking look? Uh, oh, well, he would have lost in regulation anyway, but uh, that's... yeah, that's, that's not good for me in terms of Red Wings <laughs> under 84 and a half points. Hurricanes. I think I've got all the, all their stuff wrapped up. I mean, as long as oh, they don't the, lose the, the division. The, yeah. I mean, the uh, devil devils won. Carolina lost. It's going to be back within one point, but I think Carolina has has a few games in hand, at yeah. least one, at least one or two. That's two. That sucks. All right, uh, going down to the last game here, ten to thirty, uh, Dallas Stars at the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Butler Arena, uh, Arizona State University. Uh, Coyotes are plus two hundred on the money line. Coyotes on the puck line are minus one twenty five. Uh, Stars are minus two forty. Stars on the puck line are plus one oh five. Over under is at six, overpaying off plus 100, and the under at minus 120. It, it, it's the Desert Dogs. They're, they're dogs at home. So I got to go with Arizona here. Uh, I'm not sure if I can pull the trigger on the money line, maybe a, maybe a half unit, maybe a quarter unit uh, at plus 200. But I do like the plus one and a half, minus 125. Coyotes have lost five in a row, um, but one goal game against Edmonton. Took Colorado to a shootout. Took Edmonton to overtime before that. Lost 2-1 to Winnipeg. And before that, they won four straight home games. Um, so stars are still a bit up and down, still trying to find themselves um, heading into the playoffs. So I think going into Arizona may not be the best thing for them. Uh, yeah, so I like the Coyotes here at plus one and a half, minus 125, and probably a sprinkle on the money line just just in case they, they do pull it out. Um, total, don't really have... Too strong of a play here. I guess I'd lean to the under and maybe see if we get a, a goalie game between Ottinger and uh, Vadmalka. But probably the the only bet for me is going to be the Coyotes on the puck line. Coyotes are in every game these days. They're still playing hard, ruining their, their draft selection. But uh, if you're getting play from Matthias Michelli and uh, Clayton Keller, the way they've been playing, uh, you're okay with that, uh, giving them uh, a good... Uh, Good, good hope for the future anyway with the players they currently have. They don't need more draft picks. <laughs> they got enough as it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, I agree with you with the Coyotes, especially at home. One thing to note, too, is we always talk about – not always talk about, but uh, some people talk about the the, the, the goalie at home. The, he knows the bounces of the rink. He knows the – Ah, yes. Classic narrative. No, it's it's there's some truth to it. The, the goalie does know where, uh, you know, the puck's going to bounce. He, he knows the uh, – you know, the little quirks of each building, they're all a little different. And uh, it's especially true for the Coyotes, the way that their lighting is. If you ever see how dark it is there, there's shadows everywhere. I imagine that uh, a lot of the Coyotes' home success has something to do with the the lighting. Like the, the shadows on the rink, it's, it's hard to see for some of the players on there. So I, I think that that throws some teams off. Uh, that's just one theory anyway. I think that that could be a contributing factor to their home success this year. 
it's certainly not the uh, elite talent on the team. And I think, yeah, it's, it's also just teams taking them lightly continually, thinking that they'll roll into this uh, AHL building or NCAA building rather, and uh, and just dominate. But uh, obviously the Coyotes take some kind of pride in it and uh, fight hard every game. So yeah, plus 200 here is the way I'd look. My line is only minus 187 for the Stars. So quite like the Coyotes here. Kind of like the under, but uh, no no real strong play there. But, uh, yeah, keep giving me the Coyotes here on the money line. No puck line bullshit for me. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a, uh interesting point because Vanelka at home is um, out of here 12-7-2 with a 9-12 save percentage, 3-1-1 goals against. On the road, 6-15-3, 8-9-2 save percentage, 3.6 goals against. So that's a 20-point 20, 20 difference between – his uh, home and road um, save percentage. I'm trying to look up the um, the Coyotes' shot percentage at home versus versus on the road because maybe you know they, they are getting the goalies like you said they're they're on the road they don't they don't know the shadows and whatnot. Remember hearing something? <laughs> the fucking shadows. <laughs> no, I mean that that that, that makes sense though because I, I, know, I remember just hearing... it just sounds funny now when you say it. <laughs> Shadows, evil shadow, <laughs> whatever, fucking, uh, Mordor, coming out of nowhere, the shadow realm. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing something like when, when uh the Devil Stadium was was built, like they had the the side with the Zamboni door. Uh, they had Brodor defending that twice, and he was like, "No, I, I can't have that." So they like ended up switching switching sides or switching locker rooms or something. So yeah, that definitely does play a factor as much as it it. it I mean, it's a narrative sometimes, but it definitely does play a factor in unique stadiums like that. All right, that's the four-game slate for Friday. Uh, consensus plays here is the Rangers-Sabres over 6.5, minus 110. The Red Wings-Jets under 6 at minus 105. And then the Coyotes at plus 200 at home. Um all right, we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy continues heating up as March Madness comes to a close with their college basketball pick'em. It's a great way to get in on the action. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props and great daily games for every other sport. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, we want to talk some some some, some futures here to, to close this out, kind of fill out this this shorter episode. And the only odds that are out there for for a division is the Central. Um, they're not in action right now with the Wild Stars and Avs all in contention. Uh, they have the Wild at plus 125, the Stars at plus 205, and the Avs at plus 240. Uh, currently, the the Wild are up three points on both the Stars and Avs, but they have played one more game. Uh, I know me personally, I have a bit on the wild at 10 to one and I have a bit more, I think, on the abs at a lower price. So as long as the stars don't somehow pull this out, which I don't think they can, I, I'm in the clear here. But which if you're coming in fresh as, as a new better into this market, which of these three entices you the most? I would say the avalanche. I think that that's uh, just too much of a swing. I know we said that the wild at plus 300 last time was, was the, the the better value, but, but swinging all the way to. What did you say? Plus 125? Uh, yes, for the wild. Yep. Yeah, so that's that, I think that's just too dramatic a swing. Obviously, it's a huge win there in Denver, and uh, they're obviously hot. But uh, still, I, I don't think that they should be that uh, much of a favorite right now. I mean, they do have the tougher schedule yet. they got to play the Knights twice, uh, a desperate Preds team, Penguins, desperate Jets team. 
Blues, who are always tough in division. Their only easy game is against the Blackhawks, and uh, even there, they're competitive in a lot of these games too. So, meanwhile, the Colorado Avalanche have, uh, yeah, they got the Oilers, the Stars, the Kings, but they also got the Sharks twice, Ducks, and then the uh, the, the the two guys going for the Central. So comparable, I guess. But uh, I mean, yeah. they're what uh, one point one point separation now? Uh, points? Three points with oh, with a game in hand. With a game in hand, yeah. Yeah, so at plus two, what did you say? You uh, write this shit down. Abs are plus 240. Yeah, plus 240, I think uh, that would be the only play right now. The Stars, I don't think, are uh, viable at this point. But so I, I do think it's a two-team race between the Wild and the Avs. So, yeah, at plus 240, I think that's the way I would lean at this point. And I sure hope I'm right because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I really hope they win the division for multiple reasons. But... At least it's good for the show, considering we've been banging on the wild for months now for the division. So uh, at least we will have a point of pride. I won't have money off of it, but uh, at least I'll be. Uh, I could say that I gave it up multiple times. Yeah, I, I I wasn't worried about the stars, but now looking at their schedule, they play in Arizona. We just talked about tomorrow, then have the Abs on Saturday in a back-to-back. So they'll probably be lucky to get two points out of that. If maybe they'll beat Arizona, losing Colorado, but then they have homestand against the Predators and the Flyers. They should. They should win both those games realistically, and then the Golden Knights, and then Detroit at St. Louis, and then St. Louis at home. So that's not too too difficult at all. Wild have to play Golden Knights twice, Penguins, Jets, uh, Avs. You know, they had that game against the Stars, but then they go out west. They play two in San Jose, play against the Kings, play against the Ducks. They should beat San Jose twice in the Ducks. I mean, Kings is a toss-up. Then Oilers, Jets, Preds. I, I could see the stars sneaking this one out. I, I don't. I mean, at at this at these prices, I, I'd take the the longer shot at the Avs a plus two forty. But like, I, I'm starting to get a, a bit wary of the stars. And if if some somehow over the course of the next uh, few days or, or week, there's that rises a bit. I, I may may throw some in there just to just a hedge. Um, yeah, I think that's the only division odds we have available. Um. What, what do you do? You think that the Jets or you think that the Flames or Preds have a chance to make the playoffs? How, like how how are the Preds at a higher point percentage right now than the Flames? What what, what are they doing? Why well, we talk about it all the time that the Preds are, uh, you know, they got these young players coming in there. <laughs> they lost Matthew Shane now too, so it's 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 basically an AHL team at this point. But they're they're still fighting hard. Flames are uh, in the middle of a, a war with their own coach, and plus they're they're just getting. <laughs> Bad luck, bad goaltending regression, and uh, yeah, they just can't finish. I mean, they're they're setting records for their inability to finish, basically, and and they're outperforming opponents. That's why they're still rated so highly in power ratings, but uh, they just can't get the job done when it matters. So they lose a lot of points that way. Plus, they're like fucking abysmal in overtime, so they're losing so many points. These loser points are not getting it done for them. They they need some of these extra points, but uh, they're so bad after regulation, it it, it makes it tough to. Uh, advance to the playoffs that way but uh yeah in the flames i i hope to make it in i hope the preds do not that's that'd be the, the worst but uh, i don't think that they will at this point uh they're heavily favored not to right now so yeah it's between the flames and the jets for me Jets need to figure things out and uh the, the flames have the easier schedule i believe so uh yeah i mean if the flames are going to make it interesting Hope to make the final push. They're the better team and will make for a very interesting first round matchup with uh, whoever wins the one seed, most likely Vegas. But 
Could be or Kings, could be Oilers, could even be the Wild. Yeah, the, the the top seed there is completely let up. I mean, it could be the Stars or Avs, too, if they end up winning the Central and, and Vegas fi- falls off a bit. That's the thing about the Jets or the Flames. If either of them get the final wild card spot, they're both capable of going on a run. I mean, Hellebuck can go in there and, and stonewall Vegas or the Wild in the first round. Markstrom can find his game, and the Flames can figure out how to score and end up getting past their first round. Flames have 15 overtime losses. That's That's absolutely... Insane. Uh, they're 34 and 26. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I, I think the Jets still somehow hold on to this playoff spot, but I don't know if they're going to be able to turn things around to do any noise in the playoffs. And then in the East, it is looking like more and more like the like the Penguins are going to hold on against the Panthers. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw Keith Kachuk called out the Panthers. I think it was earlier today. He said, he called, said they're a soft team. They're getting everything they deserve right now. They should be a lot better than they're showing. Uh, went out tonight, one five two. So uh, yeah, uh, Panthers got, got a talking to from Matthew Kachuk's dad. Matthew Kachuk went out and got a hat trick. Answered, answered with that. Uh, still a little bit a ways away out of the playoffs. One point back of the Penguins with one more game played, and four points back of the Islanders. It's it's a tough fall for the Panthers, who went from the President's Trophy down to probably like missing the playoffs. And uh, speaking of the the Bruins, clinched the President's Trophy tonight with their uh, overtime win. Let's go 65 to one baby you got it that that's insane that that's a yep. that's a that's a fantastic did you put that like as soon as that opened pretty close i didn't put enough on it obviously but uh still mm-hmm. happy with that uh, yeah yeah just still still pissed to let you have uh bruins for so cheap in the <laughs> calcutta <laughs> i mean that that is that is the one saving grace for me and me in that calcutta there oh uh, yeah so hockey i mean it's been back and forth whether it's looking like the playoff races are good and bad. And it's not even like the playoff races are good now. Like the teams aren't winning. The teams are just which it's whichever team doesn't doesn't lose the most is going to get the final player playoff spot. Maybe, maybe you know seven six games left for these teams. We'll uh, see how things pan out. Uh, yeah, we'll be back on Friday night. I believe Talon is back. We have the full gang back together to finally go over our eight and one performance from uh, last Saturday. I'm sure that'll be much celebrated. Um, and make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gaming Podcast, wherever you your podcast. Uh, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. And, of course, get in the Discord, sg.pm slash Discord. It's completely free. It's not one of these premium things. We're not trying to sell picks. There's no, there's no five-star locks. But uh, get in the Discord, sg.pm slash Discord. Always a good time in there. And you're losing money if you're not in the Discord. All right, you uh, good to close things out here? Yeah, I think we uh, covered it all. We covered everything there. All right, I am uh, Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you will find me watching March Madness, even in the absence of the likes of Duke and uh, UNC, Virginia, Kansas, all the other Muppets. (laughs) 